This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to Thoughts and Talks with Tishney. All these episodes are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts on Tuesdays under the name of Thoughts and Talks with Tishney. This week's episode focuses on an athlete's perspective during the different levels of COVID in New Zealand. He's the point guard of the Nuggets, which is like the basketball version of the Highlanders, and they just won the, the New Zealand championship this year. Very impressive, and I'm looking forward to hearing more about it. Shout out to my friend Esme, who is also Darcy's sister, who helped making this episode possible. So, anyway, welcome to the show, Darcy Knox. Thanks for having me. How are you, first of all? I'm uh, doing well. Good, good. Awesome. Okay, can you please tell me a bit about yourself? Um, so, uh, born and bred in Dunedin, um, 25 years old at the moment, um, basketball player, love the game. Um, yeah. How long have you been playing basketball for? Uh, I started playing in year, I think it was year four or five, uh, it's about 10 years old. Um, yeah, so 15 years, yeah. Cool, and how long have you been in the Nuggets for? Um, well, interesting question, I guess. Um, the Nuggets uh, just got back into the um, New Zealand NBL this year. Um, so uh, I, was, I was in the team, um, my first year in the team was 2014, which was their last year in the league. And then they, you know, um, they went out of the league because of financial problems, so they've been out of the league for about seven years, um, and then this year was their first first year back, so I guess two years. So what is NBL? Uh, that's the National Basketball League. Cool, yep. awesome. Yep. And you're a coach as well? Yep, I coach uh, like youth basketball, um, Otago teams, uh, and um, Otago boys juniors. Yep. And can you just tell me a bit about winning the championship? How did it feel? Uh, it, was, it was pretty surreal. Um, there's, we had a ton of um, support um, down here, down in Dunedin, and there's a lot of, a lot of we've got a um, great community who, you know, followed the team or followed the team for years. Um, it's kind of hard to take, uh, you know, those people's, um, you know, um, interest and their, their care for the team into perspective when we won, but it was, it was really special for, like, those people. Mm-hmm. have supported us for so long um, me I grew up watching the Nuggets always wanted to be a Nugget um, you know it was for it to go to not being in the league at all um, you know not thinking I was going to be playing this year to you know winning the New Zealand Championship it was yeah it was just like quite shocking um, yeah it was a bit to take in but no just absolutely loved it how many games did you play in the Championship uh, we played 17 including uh semis and finals Mm. so 14 regular season games and then um, three finals games I find it so interesting that you actually played during COVID levels so can you tell me what you did what levels did you play Uh, so we played in level two Mm -hmm. Um, during level one um, the uh, NBL um, general manager was organizing um, a format of uh, how how the league could run during COVID. Um, so he was planning to um, basically set up a format that could be run at level three, where we would have no no crowds, 
um, would have you know um, things in place that would allow us to um, be safe during COVID, but still um, play basketball, basically. And did you self isolate? Uh, we did beforehand. We, mm-hmm. um, you know, while we were up there, we, you know, we were pretty. Um, we were still quite um, mindful of that COVID was out there, and we wanted to stay safe and didn't go out. We weren't out all the time. We're in the we're in the hotel, but um, you know, always sanitising, staying as safe as we could have. How did that feel? Just being isolated from everyone. Yeah, it was. Um, it was, it was, you know, pretty tough, and to to be to be in that, um, uh, obviously, during isolation and level one and stuff, being an athlete is something you've never gone through before in the in a team sport. Having to um, train by yourself, being away from everyone for so long, um, uh, really just making up stuff on the fly of you know how to adapt your training routines and still keep working and still stay on top of your fitness and everything. Um, yeah, and you said the basketball. This uh, event was the only sport that was running during the time the lockdown. Yeah, so I think um, there, there might have been a couple of others overseas, but we were we were the first sport in New Zealand to start up. I'm quite sure with um, you know to be to be playing um, back playing, um, and I think overseas. Um, we were able to get on ESPN because of that. We, you know, the, um, the NBL organised a contract with an agreement with ESPN to go on, um, you know, American TV overseas as well because they, you know, the NBA wasn't on. None of their major sports were on at the same time either. So, you know, um, people overseas, people in America, you know, watching us play as well. Mm. Um, yeah, there was, you know, there was a really cool thing to lock down. I think it was great for the uh, growth of the league as well. So where was this, by the way? Uh, this was all in Auckland. We played, um, yeah, all the games were played in Auckland. They're usually played um, in each team's city. So teams would travel up and down the country um, and play games in the weekend, like, you know, Friday through Sunday they might play a couple of games. Um, so home and away games all the time. But with this, this was all at um, the one venue. Uh, in Auckland, um, all the teams stayed at the same place. We all stayed in Sky City uh, Hotel, um, which was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, all the players been together. So the players were together. Did yep. they train together? Uh, yeah. So well, the team the teams would try to get train together. We'd have like um, the league uh, allocated like training time slots that we could go to the venue to train at. Um, so yeah, usually we'd we'd get there and there'd be another team either finishing up um, or you know and or like the team would come in after you uh, on the training days on the games where you weren't playing games so you played in front of the crowd yeah we did and did you play not like without the crowd in uh, one game or no we always had always? Um, yeah because we were in level two at the time mm-hmm. um, you know the, the crowds were um, allowed in was it like the normal crowds, or were they like a bigger crowd or a smaller crowd? Or uh, the crowds definitely grew. Mm-hmm. Um, so they started off, yeah, they started off relatively small. Um, I think people were, uh, it's fair to say, people were probably a bit apprehensive to start with with coming to the games. You know, it was 
you know, um, one of the first kind of um, public gatherings, mm. you know, um, like um, concerts, you know, sports fixtures. Um, we would we were one of the first things to to start um, was the NBL, and yeah, I think people were apprehensive at first, and then um, yeah, crowds started to grow. I think um, because they knew it was safe, and because um, we were getting that exposure on TV, we were on the news, we were, you know, in, in the media a bit, um, and people were getting getting excited about it. They, you know, it was, it was entertaining to watch. So people got along. We had a ton of people uh, travel up from Dunedin. Um, I think everyone's everyone in the team had had their families come up at some point or another as well. Um, we had a really good following of Nugget supporters up there. Um, not just family members, but just you know people who love the game. Um, like I mentioned before, the um, our um, community down here, guys would travel up and um, come and watch us play. And by the end of it, by the semis and the finals, we had you know pretty pretty big crowds. Uh, the finals was uh, was the biggest crowd I've played in front of. Mm. Yeah. Um, which team did you? What was the final? Uh, it was against the Manitou Jets. And they are from? Uh, like Palmerston North area. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And tell me about your experience being a university student. Uh, you study computer science. That's right. And how did the uni handle it? Yeah, so um, <laughs> it's in- interesting. Um, I don't think they handled it too well with me being away. So um, I contacted them a few weeks out to say uh, just I just contacted my course um, you know instructors like the lecturers of, of my papers and said um, I'm going to be away for this four week period um, um, to start the semester am I going to be able to do the work remotely and they said you know they, they all said yep it's going to be all good um, one of them said um, you know oh, it's going to be tough but yeah, you could do it, um, and then you know I just said that's all good. Um, the our computer science course advisor emailed me and said, um, "Oh, you need to get in touch with Ask Otago to um, just let them know what you're doing." So I was like, "All good, yep." Uh, got in touch with them, gave them some of my story. Just said I'm going to be away for the first four weeks. All my course advisors said this is going to be all good, and then they got back to me and said, "Well." you can't really not be on campus you know while doing this you know this course of study like Otago is not a <laughs> not a remote learning uh, institution um, so send us like a more detailed description of what you're um, what you're actually doing and then we're going to take that to a panel to discuss whether it's all good or not okay so um yeah, when I heard that, it, it definitely stressed me out a bit because yeah. it was about, I think we we're about two, uh, two or three weeks in to um, to the showdown, and I was like, oh, you know, I'm loving it here. I really don't want this to like, you know, mess up. I want to, I want to stay. We're doing really well. You know, yeah. loving being being with the boys, loving playing. Um, and so I sent, I, I sent them my stuff anyway. I sent them, you know, details of what I'm doing, you know, the showdown and and everything. And then they just never got back to me. 
They never got back to you. Never got back to me, so um, I just left it at that. I didn't, but everything I didn't get was fine. And, uh, I'd assume so. <laughs> I mean, they didn't kick me out. So. They didn't kick you out of the exam room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I didn't. Uh, I didn't want to get back in touch and say like, "Hey, like, are you still going through this yeah. this panel?" Just in case they're like, "Oh yeah, I forgot about him." So yeah. I didn't mind that they you know, didn't get back to me. Oh my god, can you imagine going to the exam room and just not seeing your paper there and yeah. like the exam person is just like, "Yeah, yeah. you're not enrolled in this course anymore." <laughs> I had a bit of a fear of like you know doing all this like internal work and handing in all these assignments and then you know, get in there and being like, oh, we don't have any marks. For you. <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah. Did you do uni stuff while playing? Uh, yeah. So um, the first two weeks we were up there uh, was during the um, break in between semesters. So um, yeah, uni started after that second week and. Um, yeah, I'd try to do kind of as much as I could um, in between games and practices. Um, I found it really hard. I find, I find doing that quite hard at, at tournaments and, and things like that to take uh, myself out of like a basketball kind of mindset. Like every day you're in between, you've either, you know, you're either heading to a practice or you've just come from practice or you're, you know, winding down or you've got a game coming up the next day or the next couple of days and or you've just had a game and, um, like it was full on and I just found it hard to like switch off and, and get into like a focused study mode yeah did you finish it all or um, I, I, I was a bit behind by the mm. time uh, did you get extensions uh, yeah I managed to get some um, extensions but I did all the like assignment work and, and the lab work while I was away I was able to do everything remotely um, luckily um, yeah the University, um, especially the com- computer science department, they were uh, well. The, yeah, the computer science department pretty um, had some things in place to be able to do stuff remotely, like from home or stuff like that. And the lecturers were all good with it. They yeah, helped I, you all through the way. I didn't get in touch with them a whole lot. Oh, really? <laughs> Again, I was still like, um, yeah, I just didn't want to go further into this. Like, oh, this guy's away from school mm. we need to like look into this I mm. was like uh, like you know it, I might as well be like there and just like sick or like not told them or like just not going to class it's the same thing like I'm still doing the work yeah um, so being away from campus I think and who really knows because like so many people are they're just on computer screens they're not doing you know yeah so yeah what's yeah there's not too much difference yeah. with you know being there in person yeah. sometimes um depending on how you approach your courses mm. and how did that mentally affect you though like how was your mental health during this yeah not seeing family and yeah the uh not seeing family was was fine uh, uh you know it's me lo- listening yeah, love my family obviously <laughs> but um no they actually came up um for about a week i think maybe five days mm-hmm. uh, they come up to watch they were there for three games so oh that's cool I, I, you know calling them you know uh, got to you know, talk to my sisters and mum and dad um every week you know a, few, a couple of times a week they would um they absolutely loved the, the NBL stuff they mm-hmm. you know were keeping up with everything um dad for the first time like dad's you know not followed basketball hugely he's not been too interested in it and you know all of a sudden he's like 
got all the stats memorised. <laughs> you know, who's, who's at the top and who's playing well, and he knows all these players' names now, and that's, yeah. Yeah, it was funny to see. And how did the other guys handle that? Did you see other guys like really uh, handling not well, or were they like all good because it's like it's a championship? Yeah, I think everyone's like, in terms of mental health, everyone was pretty good, um, mm-hmm. uh, especially with the Nuggets team. Like we had mm-hmm. a, we had a great group of, of guys. Um, like as soon as we got there, like within you know three days, five days, we we're all like really good mates. We we're you know getting along super well hanging out all the time like um, you know go everywhere as a team um, so we're lucky to like have a, have a really good group of guys uh, I think that made it a whole lot easier for people um, yeah I think um, being away from families like, like everyone's families like come come in so um, you know I think no nobody found that too hard I think maybe like girlfriend stuff might have um, been the toughest, but um, yeah, no, I think everyone did did pretty well considering. And because of COVID, how did your plans change this year? Because you were going to graduate this year, weren't you? Yeah, so I, I've still um, still finished, so I will oh, be okay. graduating at, at um, in congrats, in, thanks, <laughs> <laughs> uh, in about a week's time. Um, so uh, my my plan for this year was to really focus on uni. Uh-huh. And really try and smash like all my papers. Um, and, and you did. I I did pretty well. Um, first semester, yeah, was like um, wh- most of my other time with uni has been kind of quite split with basketball and and uni, and I haven't um, you know gone all in on uni before. And this year, I was trying to go all in. Um, and then you know when I heard that the showdown was happening and the format it was in um like I, I couldn't say no to it it's such a good opportunity um for me to jump in and, and you know um be with the nuggets as well you know really cool to do that um and you know the opportunity to develop be around really good players um and just be in this concentrated um format of basketball where you could just get so much better so quickly and learn from other guys and play at that high level um, I couldn't say no to it so um, uni yeah, tough to accept but uni had to take a back seat again and, um, but hey you're graduating hey, graduating, yeah it wasn't easy yeah um, yeah. That, the showdown definitely did make it harder, um, I was a bit behind afterwards with stuff um, and it was just I was always just a race to finish um, from yeah that fifth week of uni all the way to the end is yeah. So what are your plans next though? Are you still gonna keep playing basketball or get a job? Yeah, so um, I plan for next year and probably the next um, probably three to five years. I'd like to be um, during the season. I'd like to be like part time basketball or part time working. Um, my idea for uh, getting um, a degree re- related to technology is um, being able to have a bit of freedom with the work that I do so being able to take stuff remotely um, you know being able to build stuff for myself like uh, you know um, that could lead to like business opportunities or um, like opportunities for earning passive income on the side 
Um, so that that you know really um, helps around being a basketballer and taking that seriously and that's something I want to jump at. I haven't really pushed basketball um, too hard for a few years um, and it's something I think you know I could I could take pretty fast still. And going back to the coaching thing, were you coaching while you were playing? Um, not up there. I was still um, in touch with a lot of the boys that I was um, I've been involved with. So I was still kind of texting them and saying like, you know, how's things going? Um, what have you been doing? How did you motivate them though? Um, well, it was interesting over the the COVID period. I was still, um, you know, like at during level one and lockdown and stuff. Um, um, there's there's one boy um, that is just an absolute grinder, and um, I said I'd, I gave him like a challenge. Um, so he's like uh, in the in the mix of like uh, New Zealand age group teams, and I knew like uh, he's just got to you know be training more. He's got to there's someone I, he, he's got to put on some muscle as well. So I said I gave him the challenge <laughs> like right, me and you we're gonna do um, we're gonna do a hundred push-ups a day. And you got to text when you've done your hundred push-ups. You text. I'll text you, <laughs> or you text me with the number one hundred. Yeah. Uh, when you've done it, and the other person's got to text back every day the number yeah. one hundred. So did he we, do it? Yeah. So we each did it. Um, each did like a hundred push-ups a day for oh. however long lockdown was. <laughs> yeah. And the oh, other boys, the other boys like uh, asking for work. Or I offered like, hey, do you need like workouts? Um, do you need me to make you something? And they're all. Yeah, real keen. Like, oh, yeah, wouldn't mind a wee jump program or like a cardio thing, and just um, yeah, got some stuff together and sent them that, and I think that helped them um, kind of stay motivated. Yeah. Awesome! Oh my gosh, this was so interesting. Thank you so much, Darcy. That was good fun. Thanks. Yeah. Anyway, thank you guys for listening and tuning in. Uh, these are available on Spotify and Apple and Google Podcasts. So check them out. And goodbye for now. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.